Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And together with our world-class coaching team, we've helped more than 6,000 women over 40 to fit back into their favorite clothes over the past decade. For more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to reveal the five reasons women over 40 struggle to lose weight. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. We've worked with so many women over 40 who are struggling to lose weight and weren't seeing any movement on the scales no matter what they tried. These women were trying all of the things which worked in their 20s and 30s. But then they were stepping on the scales at the end of the week and seeing zero movement. And for many of these ladies, this was starting to have a massive impact on their confidence and on their self-esteem, making it difficult for them to enjoy life to the fullest. And I can't tell you how many women that we work with who were in a position where they felt they were no longer able to wear their favorite clothes, who were choosing clothes to cover up problem areas instead of wearing the things they liked, putting in loads and loads of hard work and effort, trying absolutely everything, but seeing no change in the mirror and starting to worry that, they'd never be able to get their weight under control and see results. And that this was just a part of the aging process that they were going to have to accept and have to just get used to. But the reality is that's not the case. And despite all of that, we help these women to remove the barriers that were blocking them from seeing results and to quickly and to easily get the scales moving, lose the excess weight, regain their confidence and get back to feeling amazing in all their clothes all in just a few short months. So in today's episode, we're going to reveal the five main reasons that women over 40 struggle to lose weight, and we're going to share our top strategies, which we use to help over 6,000 women to drop one to two dress sizes, fit back into all their favorite clothes, and feel incredible incredible wearing anything they like in 12 weeks or less. Okay, so let's get straight into it. So the first reason why women over 40 struggle to lose weight in our experience is they're doing the wrong type of exercise for their age and for their hormones, meaning they don't see any results no matter how hard they try. Now, the misconception is a lot of people think that if they do more intense exercise, it'll help them to lose weight faster. And this can be the case for people who are younger and their bodies uh, are kind of more optimal in terms of their hormonal situation. But for women over 40, this is very, very different, but they still think if they're doing more intense exercise, if they are sweating more, if it feels really hard, then that must be burning more fat. So they try things like gym classes, like HIIT, high intensity interval training, spinning, running, body pump, maybe even CrossFit. They do all these extreme approaches that are really, really difficult. However, extreme exercise is interpreted as a sort of stress by the body. And this is a problem because for women over 40, in the run-up to menopause, the body becomes more sensitive to stress. And if the body is overstressed, it releases the stress hormone cortisol. And if your life is already very stressful, cortisol levels will already be fairly high. So if you then lump in a load of really, really high intensity, stressful exercise, you will then send cortisol levels through the roof and it will be what's called chronically elevated. And this can trigger something called the weight gain triangle. And these are three additional hormonal impacts that happen because cortisol levels are too high too much of the time, what's known as chronically elevated. So leptin resistance, insulin resistance, and thyroid deregulation are the weight gain triangle, and they make it harder to lose weight, especially from around the middle. They're going to give you, leptin resistance is going to give you um, much worse cravings, especially for comfort foods and junk food. So it's going to be really, really hard to say no and to resist those things. 
Insulin resistance is going to uh, mean you're more likely to store fat around the middle and thyroid deregulation. Your thyroid is the gland in your uh, in your throat and your neck that controls your metabolism. And that means it's going to slow down your metabolism. So like these are the three of the worst things that could happen if you want to lose weight. It's going to make you eat more. It's going to make you store more fat around the middle. It's going to stop you from burning it from around the middle. And it's going to mean you have to eat less despite wanting to eat more because your metabolism is slower to see good results. So the only way to see good results as a woman over 40 in terms of exercise is to work with your changing body and hormones. It's also the same with nutrition, but with exercise, you really want to do something that's low stress, that's low impact, that's gentle on the body and joints. So it works with your changing body, especially if your life's already pretty stressful. So the way we do this inside our Fit Over 40 program is we do something called low impact strength training. It's essentially training with kettlebells, with dumbbells, with some sort of resistance, and you can do this from home and our clients just do 30 to 40 minutes a week, three times a week, um, 30 to 40 minutes a session, I should say, three times a week. And they're able to shift one to two stone and one to two dress sizes in 12 weeks. So the second reason that women over 40 struggle to lose weight is because they're either eating too much or they're eating too little, which, again, means that they don't see the results they wanted. So you can't escape the basic science of weight loss. So calories are a measure of how much energy is in food and drink they're also a measure of how many how much energy you expend during exercise basically energy is measured in calories in order to see results in order to kind of lose weight you must consume the right amount of calories consistently over the whole week and that means having not too much and also not too little so if you have too many calories in a day your body basically has all of this additional energy that it it doesn't really have anything to do with and if you're not burning it through exercise as well your body's just got all of this additional energy and what it says is i'm going to take this and i'm going to store this for later and that is when your body starts storing body fat and if you have less calories than your body needs coming in your body says right there's not enough calories coming in we'll take some of that stored energy and we'll burn some of that off and that's when you start burning body fat and that's when you'll kind of lose weight so a lot of different diets and programs will hide hide the kind of calorie number from you and they'll use things like point systems or they'll use other different rules to effectively achieve the same thing but they'll make it seem like they're doing something very special or something very complicated so a classic example of this is keto or low carb which is you know basically cutting out an entire food group if you're cutting out carbs overall then you're just going to cut a load of calories out of your diet so the reason that that works is literally just because you've reduced the amount of calories that you're eating You'll also see things like point systems in different diet clubs or swimming clubs, which a point system is essentially just tracking calories, but in a less accurate way. It's kind of, I mean, they sell it as being a simplified way, but if you know really how to track calories properly and how to do it in the most easy and efficient way, it's no more difficult. But the point is all diets and all kind of programs achieve results in the same way by getting you to eat less calories than your body needs and to eat, you know, the right amount of calories in each in uh, each day but it's not just about calories so not all foods are created equal so even if the calories on the packet of two foods are the same the calories in food are basically measured by burning the food in what's known as a bomb calorimeter so i remember do i did an experiment in um science actually when i was in probably year five at school something like that and we, I think we, we, we did this process. We somehow did this process. I can't remember what we used, but I remember we burned a, like a what's it, like, you know, the little orange crisps, a what's it. And we measured the amount of calories in a what's it and then compared that to the, um, like what was on the packet. But essentially 
the amount of food that kind of you get from burning that what's it is not the same as the amount of food that your body will actually digest so digestion sort of throws a spanner in the work so the makeup of food changes how many calories are actually taken in by the body so for example when you eat something that's high in protein about 10 to 30 percent of the calories in the food are used to break that protein down so it's quite difficult to digest so overall you then only end up with about 70 to 80 percent of the calories actually being digested and actually being absorbed into your system there's also foods which are high in fiber as well. So fiber, which is found in, in lots of fresh fruit and veg. Um, there's a lot, there's types of fiber which the body can't actually break down and can't actually digest. So you'll know there are certain foods, you eat them, and <laughs> this may be too much information, but you you see some of them coming out of the, the other side because the body literally, it's not able to break down certain foods. But then on the other end of the scale, there are highly processed foods, things such as crisps, such as chocolate, cake, pasta, basically anything which is, you know, it, it's a, it's quite far removed from what it's actually originally made of. So, you know, it's it's something which has been processed into something else. So anything that contains what we call the WADS foods, which are wheat, alcohol, dairy, sugar, which is something we use inside of our program, um, anything containing those these highly processed foods are basically digest very, very easily because the processing that's been done to them. So, for example, you know, if, if you were to go into a field full of wheat and you picked up the wheat and you just ate the wheat raw, your body's not very well able to digest that wheat. But if you take that and you grind it down into flour, into a nice fine powder that's easier to absorb, and then you bake it and make it even easier to absorb and turn it into a bread, then you end up with something that the body can digest very, very easily and very, very quickly. The thing with that is if you digest foods very, very quickly, you kind of get a big burst of energy from them, but they don't then keep you feeling full for a very long period of time. So, you know, if you, if you eat more of these unhealthy, highly processed foods, you'll feel more hungry more of the time. And therefore it's easier to then overeat and go over on your calorie target, which is kind of the fundamental thing that you need to achieve. So, as well as calories, there, there's kind of two other things that you need to track. And overall, these make up what we call the key three. So the three things that you need to track and, and sort of be aware of are number one, calories, not taking in too much, not taking in too little. Um, you also need to take in enough protein in the day. So if you're taking enough protein, it will keep you feeling full. It's also great for recovery. And the third one is to take in enough fiber. So foods with fiber are generally very, very healthy, also usually very nutrient rich, and they also keep you feeling full for longer. So for all of these, it's about finding the right amount for you. You want to take in not too much, not too little. You want to get it just right, just kind of like uh, the old story of gold, Goldilocks. So if you take in too much, especially in terms of calories, you won't be able to lose weight because your body will be storing its body fat. If you take in too little, you'll trigger the weight gain triangle, which Rob was talking about previously. So inside of our Fit Over 40 program, we give every one of our clients specific nutrition targets, which are right for their body and their hormones. And they're usually surprised by how much they can actually eat and still typically lose one to two stone every 12 weeks in a way that's really flexible and means that they can still eat all the things that they like. So those are kind of the two fundamental things you've got to get right in terms of exercise and nutrition and the two things or many things you want to avoid. But there's a few other things you also need to get right if you want to actually lose weight as a woman over 40. So the next thing that we see or we hear all the time that isn't working for people is that they just don't have anyone to turn to for help and support when life throws them a curveball. And for the type of women we work with, they're in their 40s and their 50s, maybe early 60s, 
they're in this sort of sandwich generation. Often they've got children and they're caring for elderly parents. They're also in a high, highly stressful job. And unsurprisingly, things go wrong in one of those three areas pretty much every day. So it means that you don't have a way of dealing with like a family crisis or a stressful week at work or going away on holiday. It can easily mean that people feel like they're failing and they give up. And a lot of people feel like they should be able to deal with this on their own. They should know what to do and they should be able to deal with it. And this may be based on the fact that in their 20s and 30s, they could actually manage that. Their life was probably simpler. Their body also responded more easily. So they didn't need to do anything so specific. They could just eat less and move more. And the weight would shift pretty quickly and easily doing pretty much anything. But for the women we work with, as I said, not only have their bodies changed, requiring a more specific approach, but also their lifestyle is far more busy and stressful than it used to be. So work could be full on, they might be managing a team, they've got back-to-back meetings all day. Whilst they're in those meetings, the inbox is just filling up and then they've got to get through that at some point. It's highly stressful. And then home life often involves, as I said, that sort of sandwich generation of caring for aging parents and potentially children. Uh, Even if they're grown up, there's that extra stress of worrying about all these other people. So it's very, very easy to get derailed and think sod it, order that takeaway or open a bottle of wine, sit back on the sofa with that wine and maybe a pack of crisps. And before you know it, the whole thing's gone and you've undone all your hard work from that day or even that week if it's a really big blowout. And the reason for this is like doing it alone is really, really hard. There's a reason why there's a reason why all our clients were kind of stuck for a long time, usually before they started with us. And it's not just because we give them an approach that works with the change of body and hormones, but we also provide that expert support and guidance that makes all the difference. And I think the reason why this makes such a difference is we've seen every issue a hundred times. We've worked with over 6,000 women over the past decade. So we've seen every problem and we can give our clients what they need. We can give them the solution instantly to get them back on track rather than having you know them just having to kind of figure it out, feel like they're failing, go off course for a month or two, then have to spend you know, months and months, if not years of trial and error, trying to figure out not only the right approach, but how to keep themselves motivated, how to get back on the wagon when they've fallen off. So it makes a massive difference having that expert support. It's kind of like going to the right kind of um, medical professional. If you have a specific problem, if you have a specific problem with your hand, you should go to, a you know, you'll get referred by a GP to a hand doctor. The GP won't just try and solve that problem. And in our experience, it works way better, again, to work with a coach, a trainer, someone who is experienced with working with the specific issues you're facing, not just a generalist who, you know, may have the general solution of, oh, you know, you just need to eat a little bit better and it'll it'll work out fine, or you just need to do a few more burpees. That stuff is not going to work for women over 40. So to wrap this one up, then the reason they kind of struggle or a lot of women over 40 struggle is because they don't have anyone there to fall back on when things do go wrong, when life throws them a curveball, and it will. So if you can have someone there who's on your side, um, who's going to give you that support when you need it to tell you what you need to do and to encourage you to get back on track, it's going to mean you get there months, if not years earlier than just struggling on your own. So the, ne- the next reason then that women over 40 don't see results or struggle to lose weight is because they don't focus on changing their mindset, which is essential to maintain your results long term. So if you ever have thoughts like, you know, it's not working or, you know, you're thinking it's different for me, you think, screw it, I've ruined it all after you have one bad day or a bad week, or you think, you know, I deserve a treat after a stressful week at work. It's all too easy to then give up and give in when life gets hard or life gets stressful. 
Um, for example, you know, work goes on late and you've got this choice between kind of having a takeaway or getting a healthy ready meal. And then you just you just go straight for the takeaway. You just pick the easy option because life is hard. Life is stressful and you feel like everything's sort of piling up on you. And if you don't have the skills to kind of make those good decisions and maintain long term, what tends to happen is people see results for a certain period of time only to then sort of slip into a you know a couple of weeks off. They undo some of their progress. They get more disheartened. They stay off for a longer period of time until they've eventually undone all of the results they've seen. And the problem with this as well from a mindset point of view is if it takes a certain amount of effort to get the results in the first place, if you get the results, then lose all the results again, getting like work, doing it a second time is always more difficult. It'd be like if, you know, if you built a house brick by brick and you just built a house from the ground, you spend a year building this house and then someone just drives along in like a, uh, I don't know, some sort of demolition vehicle, a wrecking ball, smashes your house down and then you just says, right, build your house again. So you build it again and then they come again and they knock it down again. There's only so many times you can have that house knocked down before you start to think, do you know what? There's no point in doing this. This is pointless. And it can be exactly the same with fitness. Like the more times you have to try and lose the same weight over and over again, the more difficult it is to get motivated to do it. So that's why it's so important to have the skills and have the mindset to be able to maintain those results long term. So you're not in this cycle of yo-yo dieting, of gaining the weight, losing the weight, gaining the weight, losing the weight, because it's a really, really difficult situation to be in. So the solution we use inside of Fit Over 40 is basically to use mindset tools, which put your head in the right place every day so you can be consistent. So essentially, we take our clients, and even if they've been someone who's been overweight for a long period of time, they don't feel like a kind of a fit person. We turn them into one of those fit people, in air quotes, one of those people who just can consistently stay in shape, consistently maintain their results. And we do this with our clients through their journey, focusing specifically on it in phase two of our program using a tool called the Stress Shield, which basically helps them stay consistent no matter what life throws at them. It's a very, very simple mindset exercise. It takes kind of you know seven minutes a day, something like that. But it makes a massive difference, meaning that they stay on track, they maintain their results, and they don't have to keep losing and gaining the same weight over and over again. And before we kind of get... We're kind of doing things backwards a little bit here before you can get to that point where you can maintain long-term like ben said by building that right mindset it's often quite difficult to to be consistent at the beginning again on your own and the reason people struggle a lot of the time to get consistent on their own is because they lack accountability and accountability is essentially having someone checking up on you and making sure you did what you said you'd do and it's a really good way to build the habits up to a point where you can then maintain them with the right mindset. And a great example of this is brushing your teeth. Like as a child, you probably didn't want to brush your teeth. I know I didn't. I know I had a lot of arguments <laughs> as a as a child with my parents saying, yes, I did brush my teeth and I was lying and I hadn't brushed my teeth and going, go and brush your teeth again. And nowadays as an adult, I don't have to think twice about brushing my teeth. And I'm sure it's the same for you listening. Like you just brush your teeth every single day consistently, and you don't have to think about it. But as a child, it was this big deal. And that's because you didn't have that habit kind of instilled in your life. And the way you build that habit is by doing it consistently over the years. And what your parents will have helped you do, hopefully, is to consistently nag you to brush your teeth. Ultimately, they kept you accountable so that you did it every single day. And then that 
kind of accountability turned that into a habit, that kind of action into a habit. And this is exactly what most people are, are lacking when they're trying to get in shape. They don't have enough accountability to turn those actions of eating well and exercising consistently into a habit, which is then easy to continue with longer term. It becomes part of you and what you do. So again, you may have been able to do this when you're younger, when your life was simple, your body was working optimally, it responded quickly. But the problem is for most of the people we speak to, they think they should be able to do it all on their own. But the truth is doing that alone is really, really hard. It's really easy to fail in private. And if you could do it now and stay consistent on your own, you probably would have already done it. You Likelihood is it's just really, really difficult for you to do it on top of everything else you've got going on in your life. So the solution to this then is to kind of turn this back into a habit to make this back part of what you do, or maybe you've never had it as a habit, but to turn it into a habit that's easy to continue with long-term. So you're one of those fit people who just exercises and eats well without having to think about it. You need some accountability initially to get you to that point of being consistent. So it's kind of like at work, you show up because you, you know, you know, if you didn't show up, your boss or your colleagues would notice and they chase you up. You have that accountability there and you know, you probably wouldn't get um, your paycheck at the end of the month if you didn't show up and just disappeared. And you need the equivalent with your health and fitness because for most people, there's no repercussions for them not doing it. They're trying to do it on their own. No one's checking in on them. And it's very easy to give it to everyone else around them going, oh, don't worry about it today. You deserve a day off. You deserve a treat. And then end up back at square one. So we recommend having someone who is keeping an eye on what you're doing, who's checking in with you every single week. And Whilst it's tempting to use like a friend or a family member, in our experience, like using a friend or family member just doesn't work. A friend will probably let you off the hook. They're probably going to be too nice. It's just what we do as friends. And a family member, you might just perceive it as nagging. We've heard this from lots of clients who say, oh, my, my whoever, my husband has been telling me um, to do this or that. And I usually just say sod it and pour the wine anyway or open the chocolate anyway. And so it often leads to the opposite effect with those people. So ideally... To be consistent and to get good results, you need to get some accountability, but to get it from someone impartial, someone ultimately who's experiencing what you're trying to achieve, who you have respect for, that you listen to, but not someone who's a friend or family member who will either be too nice or will just seem like they're nagging you and you push back the other way. And accountability is just one of the reasons our clients see such fantastic results. As every member of our Fit Over 40 program is assigned a coach who they check in with every single week, they work with them one-to-one. And if they don't check in, it's then flagged up and we're straight in touch to find out what's not working and to get them back on track as soon as possible. And this is exactly what we did working with Emma. She actually followed everything we talked about in today's episode. And um, Ben, why don't you go through what kind of results um, or what kind of transformation happened for Emma? So Emma said to us, she said, before starting Trinity, my clothes were getting tighter and tighter and I felt self-conscious a lot of the time. I could feel myself getting bigger all throughout the COVID lockdowns. I ended up about a stone too heavy, squeezing into clothes. I couldn't work out how to fix it as the weight kept creeping up. I was trying by myself to eat better, but didn't really know what to change. I was doing two hit workouts a week and daily walks, but not tracking steps. It took me a year to join from my first chat with Ben because I was worried I would fail. It's it's my best friend's 12-year wedding anniversary today, and I'm over a stone lighter. I've lost 10 kilograms, one and a half stone, and this is the lowest weight I've been, not only since joining Trinity, but since I was a bridesmaid 12 years ago. Being accountable to my coach every week has absolutely been instrumental, and he always knows what to say if I'm having a bad week. So amazing transformation there with Emma. It just shows what's possible. If you can overcome all five of these reasons, and if you put everything that we've said here 
into action. And if you want more information about the program that Emma followed and about working with us and getting those types of results for yourself, if you head over to www.fit40info.com, you can get all of the information on that page. Awesome. So that just about wraps up for today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll catch you next week for another episode. We'll see you then. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.